What's up, y'all? It's your man Ernest, and you love Ernest, same guy, different name. Back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. So, before I get started with this episode and the topics, I hope that your Thanksgiving or whatever day, Friendsgiving, Thanksgiving, uh, Indigenous People Remembrance Day, I guess that's the name of it. However, you consider that day, um, it, yesterday for me, you know, today I'm recording this as of Friday, Black Friday. Um, so the day after Thanksgiving or the Friday after Thanksgiving. Um, <clears throat> but I hope your whatever day you did, I hope it was well. I hope you ate good. I hope whoever cooked the meal knew how to cook. I hope whoever baked the pies knew how to bake. I hope your drinks were great. I hope if you did drink alcohol that you got home safe to listen to this podcast. I hope that if you are hungover somewhere, you're hungover listening to this podcast. Um, I just hope that you're doing all right and you're alive and well and you're listening to this podcast. But I didn't plan on doing a episode this week. Um meaning that you wasn't going to hear an episode from this podcast and my other podcast, the My Two Cents podcast. What I do over there is strictly music talk and, and album reviews. So if you, once again, if you do not, you know, if you're tired of hearing my political views on stuff or you want to hear my thoughts on music, get an idea of, you know, my music taste or what I'm listening to, you can go over there and check that out. I'll try to remember to leave it in the description box below. Pretty much everywhere you're listening to this podcast, you will be able to find that podcast. Once again, that is the My Two Cents podcast. My dollar sign zero <laughs> dot zero two and then word podcast. You know what I'm saying? So shameless little plug right there. But <clears throat> as I clear my throat. Um, let's get right into this podcast. It's going to be a short one, two topics, um, done intentionally because this is somewhat of a half-ass recording or half-ass episode, but I, you know, decided let me just do this because I love podcasting, whatever, at least I love doing this. So first topic I wanted to talk about was the Harriet, uh, Alright, so I don't know what happened there. I think, you know, the microphone or whatever, everything should be good. Hopefully. Anyways, hopefully I'm not talking and wasting my time and you can still hear this. Um, But the Harriet movie Backlash. Now, um, this was a movie that I, well, I'm going to talk about the Backlash and then I'm going to talk about my thoughts and all that other stuff behind the movie and, and yeah, yada, yada, yada. So, if for those who are wondering what's the backlash about a movie about Harriet Tubman, well, it goes along with why I decided why I didn't want to watch the movie anymore. Um, it's because of a particular scene or this particular false narrative that is being pushed in this movie about um, a black slave-owning well, not black slave owning, but a black slave bounty hunter who was ordered to um, find slaves who are obviously black African um, and sent to capture them. And so he could, uh, 
I don't know what his reward was. Like they, 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 they're claiming that I've seen people say that one of the casting directors, uh, of this film or uh, casting staff members, whatever they're called, um, stated that she believes that, uh, and I'm saying she believes because she didn't say she believes it. She tried to say this was actual factual and it's really not. Um, but she believes that there were slaves, black men who were slaves, who were sent to capture slaves, other slaves, runaway slaves, in order for them to have sex with Mass's wife or Mass's daughters, basically white women, right? Um, I don't believe that to be true one second. Uh, before I get into the rest of the whole backlash and all that, you gotta be a true fucking idiot to believe that. The only people who believe that are those looking for more reasons to be anti-black men. Now, anti-black, which essentially, if you are anti-black men or women, you are not really for the black community, but I've discussed that in the past. I'll probably bring that up sometime in a future episode, not today. But essentially, those who believe that are those who just want to believe the worst in black men anyway. So they're going to believe this bullshit, false narrative that this woman put in this movie, that the everyone involved in this movie put in this movie because, well, we got to make white people feel some type of way. We got to make white people the hero in a slave movie, even though this movie is about Harriet Tubman, we still got to make uh, uh, we got to make a white man a, uh, the savior of the situation because uh, that scene shows and that's what's literally the only scene I've seen of this movie because it was circulating online but the scene shows the black bounty hunter slave bounty hunter he ca- he finally captures Harriet to the point where uh, I guess he's going to kill her instead of bring her back alive but then a white man on on a horseback shoots the bounty hunter and then Harriet is scared because it's like oh shit now he's gonna capture me but then the white man's like go go on like you're free now use free now like none of that is actual history (laughs) actual factual history none of that shit went down but according to this casting director she says it did according to everybody who said yes to this situation they said it did and it didn't it clearly does didn't go down if that was the case we would have been knew about black bounty hunters during the slave times we know the bounty hunters during the slave times were the police uh and that little star that they have the star symbol they have now that you see now derived from bounty hunting back then so it's like you can't really fool us and and make us think that th- th- this movie is an actual depiction now they can say that L- kind of like the commercials do when they hire actors to brag about how good of uh you know it is to work at a place and they're like yeah i work here and and this place is great that this that and the third or um them car commercials or truck commercials really uh when they hire actors to to act as if though they're the everyday consumer and they tested this car out and they're so in love with the car they're like i just gotta buy this car right now 
and it's like we know you're an actor it's 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 you're paid to say these things to get people, the everyday consumer, to believe that this vehicle or this place of employment is actually something that you need to be a part of. You know, this movie is doing exactly just that with this whole history aspect of, yeah, they're taking a real life person, Harriet Tubman. They're taking slavery, which was a situation that actually happened. Um, they're taking Harriet Tubman's story real events of her story which are true and proven to be true they're taking all that and putting in this movie but still this movie is still fake as fuck like you can't put in 60 40 percent of the truth and 60 percent and a lie and say this is the truth the thing about these true movies is if at least 98 or 99.999992 percent of that is not true then throw the whole movie away and it's not true you can't say aladdin was a real person who flew on (laughs) uh, 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 carpets and stuff like that and aladdin freed the slaves (laughs) you know you can't make up fairy tales with true events and then say because there are true events that happened in a, in a movie that this movie is 100% true is what I'm saying you can because if you if that was the truth then we could do that with any event that happened in actual history we can take the holocaust and say this what happened we can take 9-11 and say this what happened you can take Pearl Harbor world 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 war one or two and say this what happened You can take a movie about the first black president of the United States and then throw in some lies, but then say, well, it actually happened because Barack Obama was the first black president of the United States. And that is a true event. But you threw in a bunch of other lie and bullshit and then you're claiming this movie is 100% true because you have one true event or this movie is based off a true event with some lies being sprinkled on to on top of the base of the true events. So you can't say all of that. I know that went on a tangent, but you can't say all of that and say the movie is real. All right. And that pretty much sums up why I decided that I wasn't going to support or watch the, the Harriet movie because of how brazen and, and, and just disrespectful that lie is. And the lie is, is obviously push to push to continue this narrative of uh this negative narrative of not only black men but to continue to divide the black community that's what the lie in the movie was put forth to do and then the faux blacks who signed on to do this movie who okayed that event like the director like that casting director like i believe her name was denise something i forget her full name um but i Denise was her first name or middle name, but let's just call her Denise, right? So Denise, one of the casting directors, the director who I don't know his name, but I know is a black man and every other black person who signed on to that bullshit, they're pushing that narrative because once again, they care more about making Massa happy, making Massa look good. All right, these are the house negroes no matter how light or dark their skin may be these are the house negroes these are the ones who are going to tell you how it's better to 
make white people happy and make them feel good and make them feel important than it is to actually tell the truth. So that's a big, big part. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, not every movie that you've seen uh, that is based on true events or based on reality, uh, real life, um, has 100, was 100% accurate. And you're absolutely right. But when I found out what wasn't true compared to what is true, the stuff that was not true was not damaging. The things that were not true were not, uh, uh, again, they weren't damaging. This is a lie that is damaging to not only black men, but once again, the black community. And it's just straight up false. Like we're talking about something as serious as slavery. We're not talking about somebody who, uh, you know, if we're talking about a triumphant story about a guy who uh, finally made uh, profession, uh, finally played the professional sport he's always wanted to play and stuff. And then within that story, uh, there was a, a little a little lie about his journey, and, and, and they said that he had. Uh, <clears throat> He, he, he actually got, I don't know, he got shot or something, but in actuality, he didn't really get shot. The bullet just grazed his fucking, uh, <laughs> his shoulder blade, and he didn't actually get shot in his shoulder. It grazed it, so it made a bruise, but it wasn't like, boom, but they added the, he got shot in his story to add some dramatic effect. That, to me, is, yes, that's some BS, and it's like, come on, you really didn't need to add that. But that, to me, is far less severe of a lie and far less damaging than somebody saying, okay, how do we add a white savior in this situation? Because we want to create this narrative that, we want to create this narrative that, you know, in order for us, this movie, to actually be a good movie, white folks have to feel like it, it, they're, they save the day, this, that, and the third. So let's create a white savior who saves Harriet from a black male bounty hunter. Because we all know how trash black men are, right? And we all just want to continue the uh, narrative, the bullshit narrative, and then continue on dividing the black community while arguing why we need to unify and, and arguing against racism, but using racist uh, tactics to divide your own community while claiming to be part of the community. Like these confused faux, faux blacks, man, it's just, it's sickening. Their mindset is sickening. It's, it really is. And that's a big part of why I decided that I am not watching the Harriet movie because of that one lie. Again, now if they gave Harriet, I, I believe there was other lies with it. They gave her a best friend of some sort that no history books has shown that she had like some best friend. If they did that, if that was literally the only lie, like if Harriet had a sidekick, in the movie, but history shows that she really didn't have a sidekick, then I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad. Now, would I roll my eyes at it and be like, come on now, so you're saying Harriet couldn't do this on her own when she actually did do this on her, and I don't mean do it on her own as in she was the only slave to do it, but she conducted the Underground Railroad. She orchestrated everything. She did everything. She was the reason why thousands of slaves escaped basically right uh so it's like you 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 
if you wanted to give her a sidekick like she had a little Robin on her side to her own Batman or whatever superhero sidekick duo you can think of that you're in favor of because you don't like Batman and Robin or whatever, right? Uh, <clears throat> if she had whoever, she had a sidekick and then that was the only, <laughs> the only fairy tale of the movie was she had a sidekick. There was no black bounty hunters, slave bounty hunters who got paid in white pussy, apparently, uh, there was no white saviors on horseback shooting black bounty hunters and then telling Harriet to go on and be freeze and with her fellow slaves who are also free, if there was none of those other bullshit lies and this was the only lie, or, or, yeah, the white lie, as, you know, people say, if that was the only white lie, then I would have zero problems with watching this movie, uh, honestly. Now, I know I, I did hear from somebody who said this that he was um, opposed to watching the movie because of um, the same reason I said I'm opposed to watching the movie. But then he actually went to go see it. And he was like, despite that scene and despite that bullshit, the rest of the movie was good and it was powerful. And he thinks that it's a big triumphant uh movie for women and black women and I, there's no doubt in my mind that black women who watch this movie um who are smart enough to know that the the bounty hunter aspect is bullshit are going to watch this movie or see this movie and get inspired and, and feel more powerful and feel like we can do like Harriet Tubman did this and she had very little she was a slave and was able to accomplish these things and do this thing. I'm not a, quote, slave of, well, you know, the same terms or whatever. Now, people can argue, where are we slaves? Not to the magnitude as Harriet Tubman, Nat Turner, and all the other slaves were, right? Um, Frederick Douglass. Um, where if, yeah, you can argue that we're slaves of now, this that we're slaves to something now, but not to that magnitude is what I'm saying. So, any black woman who is currently not on a slave level, uh, the same slave level as Harriet, and they see this movie, and they're not dumb enough to believe that bullshit about the black bounty hunter, um, slave bounty hunter, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I truly believe they will get inspired by this film, but maybe, I'm assuming, I'm not a black woman, Black women, if you are going to watch this video, I mean, not the video, but the, the movie, um, and you did watch the movie, let me know what you think. Even black men, uh, let me know what y'all think, despite that bullshit, because I got one opinion, like I said, the one opinion I got was, yeah, the person still hated the, that scene and still was like, yo, this is bullshit, but he enjoyed the movie, um. If enough people, and I'm not saying this at some point of me being a follower or whatever of some sort, but I want to hear other black people's opinions. If enough black people say uh, an opinion that mirrors the opinion of the dude that I was listening to um, who made that statement, um, <clears throat> then I will consider, it's not going to be a definite yes, <laughs> but I will consider Maybe checking it out. Spending my money on it? Nah, I'm going to have to pirate that bitch. But anyways, I will consider checking it out and preparing myself mentally 
and emotionally for that bullshit scene um, or that bullshit Uncle Ruckus aspect of it. Now, I'm not saying that there weren't Uncle Ruckuses in, during slavery time, but I doubt their reward was to have sex with white women. You mean to tell me that white men are, you know, a weed was uh, was illegal, uh, was, yes, I'm going to say it, illegalized, <laughs> criminalized, but weed was illegalized, criminalized, whatever word you wanted to, to use, uh, because of this fear of black men and white women. I kid you not. Look up the history. There was... Uh, when weed became, you know, big in the United States, it, they they claimed they made black men brave, right? It, it made black men brave, and we don't want the Negro man to be a brave man, right? It also made white women horny. These what this is this is what these scientists are saying, right? You could look up this actual factual shit, right? They said it made them horny and it made them want to crave. It made them crave black dick, basically. So part of the criminalization of marijuana is because we don't want that to happen. So if they're going to criminalize a plant, what makes you think they're not going to criminalize or they did not criminalize relations between a black slave and a white slave owning uh, woman or a white woman in general? Cut the nonsense, people. Do your fucking history. Do your research. Do not watch these movies and, and, and just say because the movie says based on true events or is true events and they have once again a base having a base of a true event does not make a movie 100% true if there's anything that you do not take away from this podcast any of my ramblings just know something that is based on a true story or true events does not make that story whether it be a movie or an actual story book does not make it 100% true. So you should still do your research, even if this is an actual movie that is true, right? And they say it's true, and it's more so of a documentary than a movie. Even though documentaries can be fake as well. But even if that was the case, you still got to do your own research. I still suggest everybody to do their own research. Because, you know, you, you you're going to... Uh, if you don't do your own research or you stay silent about the lies, you're going to continue to be lied to. And you cannot be one of these individuals crying about being lied to or talking about how much it's wrong to lie to people, to fool the masses, when you yourself are, it seems as though you're okay with certain lies. Like black men being bounty hunters for slaves just to have sex with white women. That is some that is some malarkey if I ever heard of some. But guess what? We're gonna gonna <coughs> continue on with the episode. So uh next topic starts in a few minutes. Stay tuned. Alright, so we back. Final topic here to talk about Kyrie. Irvin. Now, um, I know it's not every episode that I do some sports talk or whatever. Uh, for those who are listening, if you're wondering if I am into sports, yes, I'm into sports. This is not a sports 
related podcasts but if uh, if you know sports events happen and i do talk about sports events happening or you know sports bleeding into i guess social events or current events um i'll talk about that but if you ever want to know my sports takes on just anything uh my opinions on stuff just hit me up on twitter just hit me up on twitter or any social media that you have of mine and we can talk sports there i'm pretty fine with that if you know me in person we can talk sports in person as well but this isn't about Kyrie Irving's performance as of you know this year so far as a Brooklyn Nets player or his performance in the past or you know yada 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 right why did my voice do that little cracky thing when I said in the past but anyways um I'm sorry anyways I'm here to talk about Kyrie's in this situation I went down. So, uh, you know, the Brooklyn Nets and the Boston Celtics, they played um, one another Wednesday night, okay? And during that game, or during that time, yeah, during that game, actually, um, the Celtics fans booed Kyrie. Um, The thumbnail that you actually see is an actual photo of one of the billboards that was that is that was plastered on the TD Garden um, Wednesday night during the game and leading up to the hype of the game leading up to the time where the game started. Um, The TD Garden is a an arena, a sports arena here in Boston, Massachusetts, um, and that's where the Boston Celtics play. Okay, Um, so that was one of the insults about Kyrie not showing up to play Uh, Kyrie being a former Celtic player for those wondering why he would be considered a coward Um, because Kyrie did a lot of shit talking about the organization and a lot of uh, he was a toxic teammate and it seems as though he is not ready to face his own toxicity. Um, or face the very people that he was toxic toward, right? Whether whether it be the fans, the Boston fans who felt like he was he mistreated the team and the organization, um, and whether it be teammates as well. Now, teammates and coaching staffs and the team owners and everybody else, they praise Kyrie. They none of them really have much negative things to say in fact the only one the only comment uh negative comment was from another former teammate Terry Rozier who talked about how toxic uh Kyrie was I know Jalen Brown last season made comments about the team being a toxic team he didn't necessarily call out Kyrie and say this guy is a toxic uh uh uh, player or whatever um but he did make comments about the team last year not being of an environment that he particularly was happy with, right? Um, in 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 normal people terms, I guess he wasn't happy with his job at the at that point, right? Last year, um, people can assume it was because of Kyrie, or Kyrie had something to do with that, uh, or a lot to do with that. Basically, what Kyrie did was go on IG. Uh, his Instagram story and he 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 made statements and within that statement I should have had my laptop open damn I so I'm gonna improv to this because I like the statement for a reason uh, 
I'm going to try to, <laughs> like I said, improv to is, uh, without this feeling awkward, I guess, or being awkward. Um, or I could just pause and, and wait till I boot up the laptop and then, uh, hit y'all with it. So, uh, who knows what I do? I got my laptop right here, holding a microphone, phone in one hand. Alright, turn it on the laptop. But anyways, as this boot up and as I find the tweet, oh, not the tweet, but the actual post uh, statement, so I can read it off for y'all, um, I'll just share my thoughts about it and then uh, basically read off the comment and then share my thoughts about said comment. People, I know people are going to say that I'm being a biased Celtics fan. Uh, when I talk hella shit about Kyrie, because it's going to happen, but I want to make it clear that I was one of the first, if not, yeah, I was one of the first, or the first, I'm going to say, I'm not even going to say one of the first, the first individual to predict Kyrie leaving before we got Kemba Walker, before he actually left the Celtics. I predicted that he was not going to stay. I also predicted uh, that he was pretty much, uh, he pretty much had ill ill feelings toward the Celtics, that he wasn't fucking with the Celtics. Um, But I was also the first person to say, let's move on from this. Because to be real with y'all, the wonders Kyrie did it was wonderful I guess but you know he made the team worse than I would have would they not than my enjoyment obviously uh if you ask me I would I mean I'm glad we got Kimba Walker right now I'm so glad actually that we have Kimba Walker right now but uh my big issue is not what what the hell is this alright so sorry y'all I'm getting distracted my big issue with Kyrie is not him leaving in fact I wanted him to leave I'm glad he left um, it is the type of individual that he is the type of person that he is he portrays himself as this super woke super nice guy this woe is me everybody's always picking on me because i'm different everybody calls me weird because i'm different this that and the third and and and, and. i and to some extent he is right not about the super wokeness you cut that shit out um that's part of his ego telling him that shit um but he he is somebody who thinks differently he is somebody who is, uh, you know, when you, when you when you uh, get his 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 opinions on on certain things, such as if the Earth is flat or not, uh, he will have different opinions that do not necessarily coincide with what society may believe, right? And once again, these are his opinions. At the end of the day, I don't agree with a lot of, found the statement, but um, I don't agree with a lot of the, the opinions or whatever, but 
I can respect that he is a man uh, for the most part, I should say, because he did retract that statement. Uh, and he made comments last season, I believe two years ago, um, saying fuck Thanksgiving. Again, not a statement that I disagree with, uh, but he apologized for that those statements. And I'm not saying people who apologize for making statements uh, are punks or anything, but for the most part, Kyrie is a man who uh, is firm in his beliefs on things. And as someone who is a firm believer in the things that I believe in, I can respect somebody who is a firm believer in the things that they believe in, right? Uh, whether I disagree with those things that they believe in or not, that's a totally different um, discussion. But as far as the as me being a firm believer of whatever I believe in and sticking strong to it, no matter how many people are telling me I'm wrong, I can oddly respect somebody who firmly believes in something, no matter how wrong they are being told by people that they are. Now, that does not mean that their beliefs are right. It does not mean my beliefs are right. You know, for example, um, somebody who is obviously I straight up racist believes that it is okay to have that mindset and they are strong in their belief and everything that comes with being a strong and wrong racist they are going to push um but we 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 meaning society that is smart that is moral that is progressive understand that that is a wrong mindset to have and just because that man or woman believes strongly that this is a mindset that it is okay to have, it's not, right? Uh, so without further ado-do, right, uh, I'm going to read this comment and then I'm just going to share my thoughts about the comment and then the backlash and everything else. So it states here, this is Kyrie's words. <clears throat> It happens all the time, and tonight just shows how sports entertainment will always be ignorant and uh, and obstructive. Uh, obstructive he has, but I think he may maybe I'm getting it fucked up. But I want to say obstructive, not a, a obstructive. Anyways, after that word, it's one big show in capital letters. Show that means. Very, very, the second very in capital letters, little in real life, in the real world that most people live in because there are actually things that matter going on within it. Like figuring out a life that means more to you than a damn ball. Uh, than a damn ball going into a hoop or learning how to grow up being in a fishbowl of, of, of a society based on your popularity level as a person or even dealing with becoming the leader of your family after someone's passing and not knowing how to deal with life after it happens. But with four T's, this game of sports entertainment matters more to someone's mental health 
and well-being rights or the real life things that happen to people every day but they still have a but they still have to perform for the NBA and its fans question mark right question marks it's all about doing it for the fans and organization that love you so much question mark think again comma <laughs> it's a game game in quote and in capital letters and it's promoted as as a fandom experience for ticket buyers and viewers at home while defacing who people truly are as people then spat out all over these media networks as valuable food for thought while they actually believe that their opinions hold weight to real cultural leaders that speak and act for change one one big gimmick with some smoke and mirrors I'll always be the one that takes the stand and speaks on the truth every time though a purposeful and spiritual led life will always be bigger and more meaningful than any sports any sports arena or any and more meaningful than any any sports arena my bad and any entertainment sport that's what he got here this game isn't meant to be controlled and shown as a drama it's meant to to show the love love for art is the only drama is the only damn my bad it's the only damn thing that keeps the purest people in the giant sports in this giant sports slash entertainment circus don't fall for the game that's played in front of you as entertainment. It'll never be as serious as dealing with, in big ass capital letters, big body letters, life. Period. That is the quote. Small, a lot of small letters, a lot of big letters. I should have read that with my glasses on, but I didn't. I did a good job without them on, though. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Before then, though, let me take a sip. That was a lot of fucking talking. Hold on. All right. Hopefully that wasn't too much of an awkward pause. I got my agua here, but... Agua, not alcohol, agua. But, um, and that's water in Spanish for those who don't know. Anyways, let's get on it. The first topic at hand, well, the first topic, the first comment about him, um, or people, the fans, right? Basically being crazy as fuck. Again, I was the first individual that predicted this Celtics. All of this, what's going on right now. I predicted it. And I'm bragging because I want my flowers, goddammit. I want people to look back at my old tweets. You weirdos look at people's old tweets all the time. You might as well look at old tweets. That's going to prove somebody is right about something, okay? I said this was going to happen during the summertime, people. I said exactly this was going to happen. 
The fans aren't going to even uh, uh, the fans aren't going to have a good reception to Kyrie. <clears throat> Kyrie's going to continue on being a drama queen while simultaneously talking about how much he hates drama, but but bask in the drama. I call for this. In fact, an hour before he posted that, I mentioned that Kyrie is going to respond to the the booze and the the Kyrie sucks chants from the fans. He's gonna respond in a way that mentions mental health and bullying. In that statement, he mentions mental health and bullying. This was an hour before he made these statements live on Instagram uh, story on his Instagram story. Give me my motherfucking flowers anyways not to brag about me being right about the situation i want to talk about Kyrie and his statements now <clears throat> this is a situation where i feel as though both parties are wrong but it's 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 a just desserts situation for Kyrie Irving you cannot be the asshole that cries when people are being assholes toward you. You cannot be the individual that feels as though it is okay for you to disrespect a fan base or disrespect people on your team. And then when we find out, we mean the fan base find out, and then we look at you and say, wow, this guy's an asshole. Wow, this guy's really not a nice person. Yeah, he's a great player and stuff, but the good playing does not uh, excuse the, uh, the toxic person that he is or the toxic traits that he has, right? And we don't want that on our team, right? We cannot be, you, you, you can't be that person, that toxic person off the court and and on the court, but then cry when people talk about it. Because if the shoe is on the other foot, Kyrie, whatever Kyrie's you're wearing, if somebody else was wearing those Kyrie's and acting the same way you was acting, you'd be the first one to, to talk about it. Mr. I live for the truth. I'm about bringing out the truth and living the truth and stuff like that. If somebody else was doing that and your Mr. Live by the truth, you would call them out. So... If that is how you live, Mr. Third Eye, I live by the truth, for the truth, with truth and love and all this other shit. You should understand that, or you should have seen with your third eye, that this backlash was coming. And I know he said, at the, one of the first statements he made was, that's part of the game, he knew it was coming. But if you knew it was coming, or if you know, if your third eye saw it coming, and you... You should have prepared for it. You should have just said, hey, I knew this. You should have handled it like Anthony Davis handled when he got bulled Wednesday night in New Orleans, right? Anthony Davis said, oh, I I knew this shit was coming the moment I decided to become a Laker, right? To sign with a team. I ain't ain't letting the Bulls bother me. I ain't letting Anthony Davis knew since then, since last summer that that day was coming and that it was going to come and it might continue to come whenever the Los Angeles Lakers 
make a trip to New Orleans or maybe some New Orleans people travel to Los Angeles whenever the Pelicans and the Lakers face off and they go there just to boo Anthony Davis, right? Um, you know, he was prepared for that. And Kyrie is a little bit older than Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis being 25 and I think Kyrie being about 26, 27. Um, but still, man, it's just like someone who was two years older than you, a year or two old, uh, younger than you, understood that. Mr. Third Eye, yourself, you don't see Anthony Davis. He got a unibrow. His his third eye is blocked by his unibrow. He was still able to see that coming. You, Kyrie, you ain't got a unibrow. You're Mr. Third Eye open and everything. You still couldn't see that backlash happening. You still couldn't see your own faults and why Boston fans and why people hate you why people are calling you a coward because you did pull these same stunts back when you joined the Celtics and you didn't play the Cleveland Cavaliers games he played one out of the like probably four or five total maybe eight total because I think we played him uh like four times a year or so right so for the two years he was here at on the Celtics I feel as though he only played one game my math might be off, but I do remember watching him one play one game against the Cleveland Cleveland Cavaliers. And I feel as though the only reason why he played that game is because he probably got confirmation from the fans, the Cleveland fans or the organization, that they weren't going to boo him, that they weren't going to, you know, mistreat him or whatever, right? Make him feel bad. Even though he was traded to the Celtics, he didn't leave the Celtics like he left the Celtics this offseason, right? Um, Yeah, it's, you know, I don't feel bad for the man at the end of the day. Now, again, I was one of the first individuals, if not the first individuals, I was telling Celtics fans to get off Kyrie's dick that we are moving on from the Kyrie project to the Kemba project. And... For those who are wondering, I'm loving Kemba Walker. I loved Kemba Walker before he was a Celtics, but I'm loving Kemba Walker as a Celtic. In fact, I hope that he continues his long career, the rest of his career as a Celtic. Yes, I want him to retire a Celtic. That's how much I love Kemba Walker. Um, you know, with Kyrie, I was like, it would be nice if he... You know, when he made those statements about, uh, you know, if you guys would have me, I want to uh, stay here for the rest of my career. I was like, I don't believe it, but I'll believe it when I see it. And I was skeptical. And I was right to be skeptical. With Kimba, though. Kemba hasn't made statements like that, or I, or I'm a uh, I, at least if he has, I'm unaware of it. But I really hope that is the case with Kemba Walker. Um, but yes, I was telling Celtics fans, and I'm still going to tell Celtics fans, get over Kyrie. This is why I said a moment ago that there's two parties who are wrong in this situation, but Kyrie to me is take he's getting what he gave out the negative energy that Jalen Brown talks about the negative energy that third eye Kyrie talks about right that a lot of us talk about Kyrie gave that negative energy to Boston 
And now his third eye, once again, could not see that if you push this energy out, this energy will come back to you. So I don't feel bad for the little nigga. All right. I don't feel bad for him and his feelings. And now he mentioned things that may have dealt with his personal life. Here's what I'm calling bullshit. Not on the personal shit. I don't know the man's personally. Maybe there was death, uh, death in his family. Maybe he does have, uh, you know, men, not mental issues, but he, he values his mental health seriously to the point where he understands the game of basketball is not the most important thing in the world. In fact, sports is not the most important thing in the world. That right there is one of the statements Kyrie makes that I agree with. Because that's a statement I've made years, 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 and I continue to make, but I've been making statements like that about how I love sports, but let, let's not get it twisted. I do not hold sports to the same value as a lot of people do. I don't hold sports to the same type of, of you know, importance as a lot of other occupations that there are in the world. Now, there are some real great things sports does, right? Um... And I could discuss that, but I don't want to make the, 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 I don't want to bleed that into this topic. Um, but as far as its importance to other occupations that come to mind, if sports is dead last on that list to a number of those occupations, um, once again, that will probably be a future episode, not in this topic. Um, so I agree with Kyrie there, but why I'm saying I'm calling bullshit on this aspect of uh, he tried to allude basically that the Celtics didn't give a fuck about his personal life was during the playoffs when Isaiah Thomas was still playing for the Celtics, his last season, this man's sister tragically got into a car accident and died during the playoffs. Isaiah received support not only from me but from the Celtics fans the his teammates the coaches the team owners everybody of the Celtics nation gave this man the absolute most support and love and Isaiah Thomas will tell you that himself So I don't think the Celtics is one of those teams. Granted, there are many sports teams and not just in basketball that don't give a fuck about the player's personal life and what went down. And again, I know people are going to be like, you're a biased Celtics fan. No, I'm not a biased Celtics fan. I'm just keeping it a buck. If any other organization, if the Philadelphia 76ers did something like that, to one of their players, and God forbid a, a death happens to one of the uh, in the families of one of the players. God forbid any basketball team. But if the Philadelphia 76ers had all that support for that player and everybody stuck up for him, I would have so much love and respect for this uh, 76ers. I would praise the fuck out of them. So this has zero to do with the Celtics being my favorite team. It has everything to do with that is what I consider to be a an organization that cares about their employees, basically. 
this doesn't even just apply to sports. It applies to any organization. When uh, one of their employees is obviously hurt by something or a tragedy happens, and then the organization comes together and they support that employee, right? That's dope right there. That's, that's, that's something good to see. I love seeing things like that. But I say all that just to say the Celtics is not that type of organization that Kyrie tried to paint them out to be. Once again, this is a fucking man that's talking about, oh, the media wants to paint you out as this bad guy. The organization wants to paint you out as this bad guy. Kyrie, you're doing these things to yourself and you're not being your third eye is not woke enough to understand that. These are your actions. These are the things that you're bringing upon yourself. And that's my biggest issue with Kyrie. Not that he wanted, he didn't want to play for the Celtics anymore. That's my biggest issue. This man has no grasp of what accountability is. He is... For somebody that talks about third eyes and being spiritual, he is very not self-aware. Things that come with being somebody who is woke, things that come with somebody who is in tune uh, with, uh, who is very spiritually in tune. People who are woke and are spiritually in tune are in tune with themselves and know that they're toxic uh, traits and their non-toxic traits. It ain't just them understanding how the world or how people perceive their quote weirdness. Cause that's the only thing Kyrie feels is it, it looks like Kyrie's aware of. He's aware of people looking at his ideas and his thought process as weird. And, and, and you ain't got to do much research to find that shit out. It ain't like you got to do some soul searching to find that shit out. Just step the fuck outside and listen to people talk about you. Just go on social media and listen to people talk about you. It ain't it ain't hard, you know, to, to find out what people think about your thoughts or this, that, and the third, right? What the work that what what is hard. And what the work that needs to be done is finding out what you think about you and what you truly dislike about you. Not what other people dislike about you. What you truly dislike about you. That some of the things that people may dislike about you are actually true. But his third eye don't want to tell him that. His third eye wants to tell him that... He's he he can never do anything wrong. His third eye wants to tell him that he's just a perfect being and misunderstood and nobody gets him and nobody outside of his family understands who he is. That life is so hard for Kyrie Irving, no matter how rich he is and famous he is, he's just living the hardest life of all time. Woe is me. Woe is Kyrie. That's what his third eye tells him. Yeah. Anyways, that will be the end of this episode of Let's Talk About It podcast. That's just my thoughts on our whole situation. Y'all always welcome to chime in, of course. Um, 
via voice message or just hit me up on social media, Twitter at you love earnest. That is you underscore love underscore earnest. I just might just, you know, add the underscores into my name on here just so y'all know, keep it all the same. Um, but that's pretty much it. So, uh, thank you for listening. If you listen to the first topic or you just listen to this topic or you just listen to 10 minutes, I appreciate the listen either way. All right. Make sure you uh, like this, rate this, give this podcast a great rating, especially if you're listening to it on uh, wherever podcast uh, platform you're listening to. Rate it well, please. Um, Give this episode a share. Um, If you're not following, follow this uh, the Let's Talk About It podcast so you never miss an episode or you'd be one of the first to listen to it. And once again, optional. This is optional here. The other stuff is optional, but this one is optional, optional, right? Donation link. If you want to donate, let me know. If you want to know my PayPal, if you want to, you know, cash at me, some, just a little some, 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 <laughs> you know, I let you all know that as well. Um, probably leave that in the description box below. I'll try to leave all that in the description box below. The link will be plastered, though. You can find that link um, because that's an automatic link that just posts itself uh, for you to donate. Optional, once again, I'm not saying you have to. I appreciate it if you do. Uh, anything that you do that has it. Yeah, any way that you show your support by just spreading the word about the podcast or retweeting or sharing that podcast or sharing episodes I appreciate that a lot so that's that that'll be the end of this episode until then stay black if you are black stay beautiful black lives matter LGBT lives matter trans lives matter Black women matter, trans, black trans women matter, and I'm out. Peace.